Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Trey. Hey, Randy. Hey, Tommy. Hey, how Great are you? on with you. I'm <laughs> let doing me, fantastic. Let me say something real quick. Right before I left, I had myasthenia gravis. I didn't know what that was. <laughs> and I got to the point where I could not talk, so I had to leave. I found two doctors, Dr. Lee Archer and Dr. Kevin Roberts. And I can be talking to you like I'm talking right now, and it's just, it just turns into that. And I just want to thank those guys. They've been so, so good to me. And uh, I can talk now. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. But uh, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his day is done. All right, Trey, you know what the drill is today. It's the Bud Light Little Blue Book. And we are so thankful that those doctors, I know how difficult Absolutely. we rely upon our voice. And our voice is our only ticket. No, they, they, it took them forever to find out what was wrong. I finally went to Houston and they took a needle and stuck it in my eyelid. Oh my gosh. And that was it. And when I got back, they said, well, cause I thought I had ALS. Uh-huh. Cause I had all the symptoms. Right. But they told me, uh, no, yeah, my asthenia gravis. And I was like, what the hell's that? Yeah. I never heard of it before. But uh, enough about me and all that. I just no, we're know. thankful that you're back. Feeling good, looking good, talking good. Because, again, our voice is our only yep. ticket. And I, and I was losing mine rapidly. And thank goodness we don't have to rely upon our beauty. So uh, <laughs> That's why we're on the radio. That's why we're on the radio, exactly. Uh, Trey, this is the Bud Light. I, I'm, just a, I'm just a guest, you know. I don't, I don't think I count in the, the radio looks department, right? Well, wrong on that. we were we were afraid. <laughs> Tommy and I both were afraid when Bet Saracen or Saracen asked us to do TV commercials because we'd have to reveal <laughs> our identity. And um, I thought, you know, they, the the lady said, "You want makeup?" I said, "What? <laughs> what? I, I don't want no makeup." <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> You know what you got to work with. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and I remember they said, uh, "You're you're not a bad looking guy." And I said, "Look, I have a mirror. <laughs> I know what the score is." You know I've that? looked in that mirror way too many different times. There's too many different oh, ways. Well, I want you to know, I listen every day when he comes on. When I come on? Yeah. When you come on. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I, I used to listen to you every day growing up. Um, I'm usually cooking dinner. <laughs> I'm glad you still have that ability. Oh, yeah. Karen says thank you. Thank you. Uh, Karen, Karen's good, but I got about three things I could make very, very well. well let's... Tomato soup. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can really fix a mean salad. I make a mean casserole. Pork chops is my best, though. Fried pork chops, uh, sliced fried potatoes. Ooh, that's good. And black-eyed peas and greens. Oh, my gosh. Now, that's good. Yeah. Not, <laughs> oh, I, I, 
Carrie will not give me the recipe, but she makes, we've already had at least two huge pots of chili. Yeah. Now, with or without beans? Me? Yes. Without? No. Got to be with beans. No. Okay. Uh, what do you say, Trey? The chili? Uh, I, th- I always think, I think people try to say that chili shouldn't have beans to sound like harder than they are when really they just want beans in their chili. But if it's on a hot dog, then I can understand no beans. But if it's a bowl The beans chili, go I'll even better beans. with a hot dog. If you ever get up around Greer's Ferry, there's a place called Jansen's. Get the chili dog. It's the best one I've ever had. Very, very good. Karen and, beans I, were or no out, beans. Karen and I were out looking at leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Trey, can you believe I went all the way to I went all the way to Maine just to look at leaves. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, that's what old guys do, man. Okay. All right, Trey. This is uh, put, in work. put in work. This is our Bud Light Little Blue Book Day, nine hundred and thirty three dollars and thirty cents. And, uh, oh, by the way, the tiebreaker is the number of Arkansas chunk plays, which is 20-plus yards. By the way, that's Quinn Grovey. That's Quinn Grovey who came up with, uh, again, the tiebreaker. And uh, you can enter by way of the uh, Southern Structural Solutions bus text line, 501-661-1037. Combine that with our Asher Record Service Company live-in feedback. My email address, randyr at 1037 buzz.com is that a ranger's hat that is a ranger's hat it's a world series hat well my uh sister-in-law's in town she lives in la so i thought i'd wear my dodger hat of course my favorite player of all time sandy koufax my dad 32 that's it he took me to wrigley oh golly i must have been about, about 10 and koufax pitched he struck out 17 people and gave up two hits. And I said, that's my guy. That's my guy. I think he's underrated. I got to watch my hero only on TV. And we didn't get to see that many games back in the early 60s. Um, And that was Mickey Mantle, number seven, for the New York Yankees. What about you, Trey? Did I ever see who? Sandy Koufax? I know you didn't see Sandy Koufax. <laughs> we might have seen some reruns of something or, or short clips. Yeah, he and he, he went out on top, won the MVP. Yeah, he was young, it? what, 35 when yeah. he uh, retired? Yeah, younger than yeah. that, I think. He had bursitis in his elbow or something, said, I'm done. But that, it's kind of like Elway. Elway won all those Super Bowls, and he didn't win. He finally won two in his very last one. They won that, uh, beat Atlanta, I think. And he went, he was the MVP. They won the Super Bowl. And he said, I'm done. And and left. And you hardly ever see him. Of course, people in Denver. What about Barry Sanders? Yeah, he won two Super Bowls. But, yeah. No, Sanders didn't win a Super Bowl. They barely could even win a game. But, I mean, he he walked away. He won two Super Bowls. Back to back, yeah. Just, uh, yeah. I mean, just uh, crazy. Like Jim Brown. Yeah, Jim Brown. Go out Walked on the top. Yeah. All right, Trey, what is your prediction for the Arkansas-Auburn game? Yeah, so I'll go – I keep wanting to go low because I feel like these two teams have pretty comparable defenses. 
So I want to go with a low score, but also I don't know something about it, you know, creeping into to nighttime with the you know the early, uh, with you know going back to standard time kind of makes me think, you know, I could see an ending where it, maybe it goes kind of back and forth real quick and maybe some some late touchdowns on both sides. So I think it, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to pick Arkansas. I think 31-28. That may be a little high. I feel kind of uncomfortable going that high. But that's high. every time I go a little bit lower, I start thinking, well, that's too low. But I don't know. I just kind of feel like maybe back in, a little back and forth, uh, add some extra points to it on the end. Um, and as far as you said chunk play, so yep. is a chunk play 20 yards or more? Yep. Yes, sir. Okay, they had five last week that were 20 yards or more. Um, I'm going to go with four. Four it is. If I'm taking 31 points, I need to I need to have some chunk plays in there. Trey, you knew this was going to happen. This is from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. From the 417, that's in Missouri. Wow. It's Trey's time. Shut the heck up. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> I will. Uh, well, okay. All right, Trey, what do you want? What have we not covered so far this week that needs to be talked about? Well, I mean, we've covered pretty much the injury stuff. I think, you know, basically it's just looking at the matchup more and what do we expect. I actually watched, uh, rewatched the uh, Auburn Vanderbilt game today just with a little bit more focus on it and Auburn's offense. What I notice about them is they're obviously very fast to get up to the line of scrimmage in 10, 12 seconds on first or second down following first down. Uh, third down, they seem to be, you know, take a little bit more time, make sure that they get the right play in. They let the clock come down a little bit. A lot of throws to the flats, a lot of throws to the sideline, short throws. And um, then, you know, eventually they'll throw a deep one. They'll throw a post pattern or something like that. They did have a lot of drops. This is not a team that drops the ball a lot. In fact, I believe going into the game, they were second in the SEC in fewest drops. Right. Um, they had seven drops in the Vanderbilt game. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. Uh, Jarquez Hunter racked up a ton of yards. He had a 67-yard run, I think, on the second play of of the game. Had a 54-yard game also in the fourth quarter, or excuse me, in the first quarter. Um, So he he got a lot of yards, you know, right out of the gate. Um, I think Arkansas faced a better quarterback last week than Peyton Thorne. Um, now, he does some good things. He's a better runner than Graham Mertz was. Both those guys are, I don't know, you kind of compare them because they both came out of the Big Ten. But I think Mertz was, uh, uh, you know, a little better quality quarterback. But Thorne does have the ability to run. We saw Robbie Ashford last year, and I don't think we'll see him. I don't think we'll see him much at all uh, on Saturday. It seems like they've kind of gravitated a little bit more towards Thorne. Um so I like Arkansas in the quarterback matchup. It, the question is, you know, was that a flash in the pan that we saw in Gainesville last weekend, or is it something that they can build on and carry that momentum into this game? Auburn's got a good defense. They're getting a couple of guys back on defense that have been banged up. In fact, I was talking to Nathan King over at Auburn Undercover, and he feels this is about as healthy as they've been in a long time. And, you know, Auburn went through a tough stretch too. They lost, yep. what, four games in a row, yep. had a pretty pretty – rough part of the schedule just like Arkansas did and now they're kind of on the easier end of their schedule before they face Alabama of course to round things out kind of like Arkansas is right now so um, there's a lot of parallels I think between these two teams and obviously we saw Hugh Freeze in Fayetteville last year definitely has changed the culture there in a short amount of time Brian Harson just wasn't wasn't ever a good fit uh, there and but Hugh Freeze definitely 
gets what it means to be an SEC coach and how you have to handle things as an SEC coach. I don't know that Brian Harson really ever ever figured that out. So um, I think it'll be a, a, a close game. I just give it, you know, I give the edge to the home team in this one. So, um, you know, it'll probably come down to whoever got you know, the ball the last. last. Possession. Yeah. How many times you hear that? Whoever has the ball and, last. And I'll say this, Arkansas needs to do a better job of ha- having the ball last. Yeah. Like there were, that drive they had, um, you know, they had a game-winning drive. Um, you know, they ended up getting the holding penalty and the false start that backed them up. But once they got into field goal, like once they're well into field goal range, you need to start looking at that clock. And there was a minute 46. It was a first down. Mm-hmm. You're down three. You're in field goal range. And you snap the ball with 26 seconds left. Yeah. And we've seen plenty of teams march down the field in 25 seconds. Yeah. I mean, it it happens. Uh, so Arkansas has to do a better job, in my opinion, managing the game when it gets down to the end. And they had three timeouts. I think Florida just had one at the time. So manage the clock better. Make sure you're the team that is putting yourself in position to win, you know, win it. And, and you know, don't give them time to – to race down there and score because it, it just happens. It's amazing how often it happens. Like you see teams in college football that can't move the ball at all. The whole game just struggle, struggle, yeah. and then it gets down to the final moments and yeah. you got to have it, and they just march right down the field. It's amazing how that happens. So, uh, yeah, do better uh, clock management. As Pittman said, you know, just because you won doesn't mean everything's great. There's still plenty of things uh, that you got to correct and make sure that you address, and I think that's one of them. Trey, I, I, I can't remember who this question was asked to, but the response was Auburn. And the question was, when you look at the two rosters, Arkansas versus Auburn, who has the most talent? And Well, I, Auburn was, probably has, you know, so, yeah. I, Auburn probably has a higher level of young talent. You know, um, you know they, they were hit with transfer portal issues too. They brought in a lot of good guys. Uh, but I do think things – have changed with the transfer portal because, you know, if we can look at our team composite ranking and Arkansas is going to be 13th in the SEC. That just doesn't tell the whole story, you know, because Andrew Armstrong wasn't a highly regarded recruit, but he's turned out to be a pretty good mm-hmm. player. He has 46 catches this season. Um, you know, Varkis Gums wasn't a highly recruited guy, not that he's done a whole lot yet, but, you know, he was a pretty well-coveted uh, transfer. Um, you know, so there's a lot of things like that. Isaac Tesla, you know, um, you know, may not be elite as a wide receiver, but he's he's an SEC wide receiver, you know, and, and he was uh, basically a no-star. So there's a lot of dynamics like that. Arkansas, especially I think when you flip it over to the defensive side of the ball, um, you know, is, is um, you know, Antonio Greer, he probably wasn't rated that highly, but he's a fifth-year senior who's been through the wars and was a good quality transfer pickup for him. You know, Al Walcott wasn't a four-star um, you know, so there's a lot of things like that you have to take into account because this is also a veteran team, and veteran teams matter. And we can look at basketball as a great example. I mean, the best basketball teams, from what I can see, are teams that are veteran. You know, oh yeah, guys that have had guys in the wars. Like you know, Caliph Battle wasn't a five-star recruit, but you know, you'd take him over a five-star freshman in a lot of cases. Yeah, right? I miss I mean, the old days of. Uh having players for four years, you mm-hmm. got to know Lee yep. Mayberry, Todd Day, Corliss, and it's not not that way anymore. No, but, it, uh, the, it hasn't been that way, and it's even more different now because yeah. you're just bringing, you're bringing in, you know, guys that have yeah. have played their a career's worth of time at another school, especially with the, uh, 
you know, with the extra COVID year because you're getting fifth-year guys. But, uh, you know, in basketball, I think it's it even speaks louder about, you know, how quickly you can build a team full of guys that, you know, aren't necessarily superstars. You know, Tremont Mark, Caleb Battle. Uh, am I saying Caleb? I think I say Caleb's right. Caleb, yes. Is, am I saying it right? Yes. Um, so, but, you know, those guys and, you know, L. Ellis was, you know, a well-regarded recruits, but they weren't super recruits or anything. But now they were four-star recruits or high three-star recruits, and now they're seniors and, you know, juniors and stuff, and they're veteran players. And I think that matters also in football. I think it's probably just a little more pronounced in basketball. All right, uh, we've had some folks holding for a moment. Let's talk to uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you, Randy. I'll be quick. Uh, Tommy, how sweet it is to hear your voice. Thank you. You should have asked. You should have asked for the Justin Moore special. Or, you know, <laughs> just, just, just just work two days a week or or whatever, and we can still hear you all the time. I anyway, st- I still think it's a good show. Oh, it's a great show. I love it and listen every day. I listen all day long. So. Uh, let me get in the book real quick. Twenty-eight. I mean, uh, thirty-two. Twenty-eight. Hog. Uh, Randy and and uh, Trey. Uh, Marion Harris. I, I kind of figured he he'd be playing a bigger role by now. What what's going on with him? And 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 how do you see things going with him? And I'm going to hang up. Listen, Jimmy, love Jimmy, you, Jimmy, Jimmy. Chunk yeah. plays. Oh, chunk plays. Oh, five five chunk plays. Gotcha. All right, buddy. Thank you. Right. Yes, sir. Bye. Well, uh, I think Amarian's still cooking, basically. Uh, he, you know, came in at, what was he, 370-something pounds last year? He was he a big man. In, yeah, and then trimmed all the way down to, I think, 296, which is a significant amount of weight. I mean, that's a that's a small woman. I mean, that's that's a lot. That's a human being, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, that's quite a transformation. And I think now the goal has been with him to – you know, building back up with, with quality weight, you know, with muscle and, and things like that. So uh, I think his time will come. They're very high on him. Um, he, he played in the bowl game some actually last year. He played in the bowl game. So, uh, but right now I think it's just a matter of, of getting him ready. And, you know, it takes a couple of years for most guys. There are some, some players who are five-star offensive linemen who come in and make an immediate impact. And one of the reasons they're a five-star is not only are they talented, but they're also physically developed and ready to go or close to ready to go. Um, so that's usually the, the offensive lineman you see, and there's a lot of guys that make it you know, their second year. Um, they're not always ready to go either. But usually for an offensive lineman to get them really fully developed, it's about a three, you know, into your third year type of deal. Uh, Devon Manuel is another good example. Guy came in. He was probably 400 pounds. You know, he was listed at 390, I think, maybe just to avoid putting 400 on there. But he was huge and uh, interestingly put together also. And, uh, you know, they dropped him all the way down. You know, he was listed at 310 in the spring. He was he was well below 300 pounds, though. And he's back up to, you know, 310. So they kind of did that same thing with him. He's another. He's a guy that's been in the system a year longer and would have been ready to go this year if not for injuries. So it just it just takes some time with most guys uh, on the offensive line. It just it just does. Call development. Let's talk to uh, let's try Roger again. Roger, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, it's about time. <laughs> you talk too much, Randy. Okay, thank you. I'll I'll, I'll right. check with Roger next time. See how many minutes I got. 
Well, I've only been holding for like an hour. No, you had only 45 minutes. <laughs> Tommy, it's good to hear you, boys, and I love you. I've been listening to you since 1975. Let me tell y'all a real quick story. Uh, it used to be, boy, I listen to you every day. Then it got to be, you know, my, <laughs> my, my, my dad turned me on to you. Here's one. My grandfather turned me on to you. I said, it might be time for me to go. <laughs> my, my, my grandfather turned me on yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Roger, I got to put you on hold. I know you like that uh, that particular Just subject. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Just having fun with my Thomas! Trey, it has been fun today, even if we didn't give you enough minutes to talk today. But, Trey, you do a very, day. very good job. Well, thank you, sir. I really appreciate that coming from you. Hey, it's Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. <laughs>